where I give you strategies and tips for entrepreneurship, relationships, and personal development. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you're having an amazing week so far. And this week, I want to talk to you about financial clarity. So this is our Clarity Month, and I thought it was only right to talk about money, especially because it's the new year. We have these money goals, we have these purchasing goals, and all these things that have to do with money. But if we can't see what our money is saying, we're not going to be able to maximize on our money or clear out any necessary debt that we need to clear out. And discussing debt in full transparency, at the end of 2019, I was almost $30,000 in debt. This is a lot. It's scary. I'm literally getting goosebumps right now thinking about it. (laughs) But there were many reasons why I was in that crazy, crazy, crazy amount of debt. Well, crazy for me, right? Crazy subjective. And this is consumer debt. This isn't school loans and things of that nature. It's just credit card debt. So as I said, there were many reasons why I was in this level of debt. And one of them was the fact that I jumped into entrepreneurship with zero in my savings account. And also I'm not going to lie, some bad spending habits or spending habits that weren't really thought through things that I felt pressured to purchase things that I wanted to do for other people, even though I really couldn't afford it, all of that kind of stuff. And at this time, I did not look at my credit card statement because I was absolutely overwhelmed. It's overwhelming to look at a number like that and see that every single month some crazy interest is climbing on top of it and you're barely paying down the interest and and yeah, it's terrifying, especially when I don't even know how much I'm going to make from this new venture, although I followed my faith and I did it anyway, but now I'm happy to announce that in a few months I will be nearly debt-free. I will be completely debt-free, have nothing left. That $30,000 is about to hit a zero. And the thing is that this didn't happen by accident. I didn't just happen to close my eyes and wake up one day and I was nearly debt-free. It happened by making a clear plan, by having financial clarity. And as we are in the beginning of this new year, with all the things that you want to happen, the one thing that is important in 2022 and for the rest of your life is really understanding what your money is saying. What is your money saying? What do your accounts look like? How are you, can you pay off your debt? Can you afford to buy that thing you want to buy? You need to know what your money is saying and make sure that your money and you are speaking the same language so that you can reach financial freedom and comfort truly, right? You need to know what is coming into your accounts and what is going out of your accounts if you want to reach this place of financial freedom and financial abundance. It's impossible to just close your eyes and expect to get where you're going. In any way, you can't drive a car with your eyes closed. You can't just throw your life away and say, well, I'm going to close my eyes and wake up one day and be where I want to be. And it's the same thing with your money. You just can't keep your accounts closed. You can't not open the statements, not log into your online banking and think that you're going to get some to that financial place you want to get to. You have to have strategy that either targets debt or targets your ability to grow your wealth. So with that being said, I'm not just going to sit here and tell you this story about how I've made it to the end of my financial woes. 
but I'm going to help you because if this is something that you're struggling with as well, the least I can do is give you some tips. So instead of just a tip, I have an assignment for you. What you're going to need to do is grab a pen and a, and a piece of paper. Also grab a snack and a drink because this might take you some time. As well, play some nice music in the background, something that will calm your spirit, something that will get you happy and comfortable because I completely understand. I will never sit here and act as if money does not make people uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. So I couldn't even deny it if I wanted to, right? So grab that pen and paper, grab that snack and a drink, play that nice music or have something going on. Be, light a candle, be somewhere where you feel good and comfortable. And with that paper, draw a vertical line straight down the middle, right in on the left side and out on the right side of that line. So these become your two columns that you're going to be using to gain some financial clarity. And then from there, create a financial plan to get you out of that debt or to where you want to be. So under the in section, I want you to write every single penny that comes into your account each month. This could be your salary, your side hustle, invoices, allowances, gifts, all of it. And if you're somebody who has a fluctuating salary or a fluctuating income rather, this might be a task that you do at the end of every month so that you can know what you're going into the next month with, right? Or you can just kind of gauge your averages. So I'd say err on the side of caution. So if there's something that like an amount of money that comes in sporadically and sometimes it's $500, sometimes it's $400, I would say to write like 375 because at the end of the day, if you know you go above that, even better, you have more, right? But if you were to write something like 500 and base your budget around that, you could end up in the same situations you were in where you're not balanced at the end of the day or your expectations of your ability to pay off your bills or keep or save or do anything is really thrown off because your less is coming in than what you had initially expected. So everything that is coming in, write it on in the in column. Then on the other side, under the out column, write every penny that goes out. And this can be a little bit daunting because the, the easy things to think about are things like your phone bill, your utilities, rent if you want to pay, um, if you pay it, all those type of expenses. But I also want you to write things like your nails, write your hair, <laughs> write your facials, Write your savings. If there's a certain amount that you're saving every single month, put that there. If you're paying tithes, put that there. If you're paying yourself every month, put that there as well. All the money that is going out. And sometimes we don't even realize how much money goes out. Do you do your eyebrows every so often? How about those lash extensions? Write it out every single penny that goes out. How often do you go to the drive-thru? Like we can write groceries there, but then how often do you stop by and get a burger on your way home? And then how often do you go for dinners? How about movies? How much do you spend there? All of these things that you do in a month, clothing, what do you buy? Do you think you're going to need some accessories and you're going to hop in and buy it? How about Amazon? Write every single penny that you can think of. And one of the easiest ways to really get your out section the most comprehensive is to go into your bank statements, go into your debit card statement, go into your credit card statement for the past month and see the things that you're spending on. Is it Netflix? What is reoccurring? What are the things that you forget even come out of your account because they're probably automated? So you don't even realize that 
that is something that needs to go into the at, um into the out column. So put all of that in there. And the next thing you need to do is do the math. So add up everything in your in column and put the subtotal at the bottom of the page. Then write everything in your um add up everything in your out column and put it at the um put the sum of it at the bottom of the page as well, right? Now subtract your outs from your ins and you'll get a number. With that number, my question is, what do you see? Is it a positive number? That's great. What that means is that you have a little bit of something left over and now you can decide what you're going to do with that extra money. And if it's at a zero, you've balanced for the month. You spend exactly as much as is coming in. That's exactly the same amount that's going out. You have made it by the skin of your teeth. This can be a little bit risky though, right? Because if one unexpected thing happens, if if your car just like if a tire blows, if you have car issues, if there's an unexpected expense, if the de- if your tooth starts to hurt and you got to go to the dentist, you're really about to be in the negative, right? You're one second away from entering into the negative. And finally, if you already are in the negative, if that sum is a negative number, great. Not great that you're in a negative, but great that you now know that there's a problem and you have the clarity to make an informed decision on what you're going to do with that problem and how you're going to work to solve it. Because this is going to be happening regardless. Every single month, you're either in the red, you're either in the black, or you're hitting it completely on the zero exactly every single month. But the only difference is that you don't know that this is happening to you. So you're living your life not understanding, being in a place of darkness about your finances. But now you're going to be able to see exactly what it's saying and know how you're going to move from there. So if you're in a negative, the question you ask yourself is, do I need to make more money? And if so, how? What can I do? Can I take on a side hustle? Can I take on some extra work? Can I help somebody? What are the ways that you can increase your income? Or do you need to cut back and adjust? And the question now becomes, what are you cutting back and adjusting? Maybe you're trying to save a bunch of money right now while actively, aggressively paying down your debt. So you can decide that, you know what? Instead of me having a savings right now, maybe it's time for me to pay down my debt with that savings. Because if I do that, I'm going to be able to pay that debt down faster reduce my interest payments, and then maybe in a few months, I can move all of the money that I was using towards debt repayment to aggressively save. Or you can decide, I don't want to aggressively pay down my debt. Maybe it's time for me to just reduce my debt payments to something above the minimum. Please, 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 if there's nothing else you take from this, do not pay the minimum on your credit card. Please pay a little bit more than that because you're paying down the interest and you will be paying for the rest of your life. And none of that money will be going towards the actual principle of the money you owe. So if you don't listen to anything else I say, just hold on to that one, please. So yeah, you can decide that, well, maybe I don't want to go so hard and aggressively on paying down my debt, and I'd rather put some more of that into savings. There's many reasons why this can be an option. One of them is that the interest you're going to make from investing or saving, and I when I say saving, I mean more so investing, if you have a choice. If not, then please, please, please go for a high interest savings account at the least. Get more than a couple of pennies every single month. So if you have your debt in, if you have your debt consolidated now, for example, in in a low interest credit card or in a line of credit or in a payment 
a payment plan where you're actually not paying any interest for the next six to eight months, then maybe it would be worth your while to put a little bit more of that into savings. And then when it reaches the time, let's say you're not paying for six months. So when June hits and you know things are about to come back at you, you can take a lump sum from your savings and pay off the debt completely or set up your debt repayment monthly so that you can literally be done paying it off by the time interest will be added to the equation, right? So you need to just see how you want to adjust. And because you're looking at this sheet of paper and you're seeing what's coming in and out very clearly, you're not speculating, you're not assuming, you're seeing the numbers, you hold the power to be able to really erase, cross out, edit. Maybe you do your nails every two weeks and you realize that, you know what? That's too much. Maybe now I'm going to do it every three weeks. So instead of doing it twice in a month, it ends up being once every month. And then a few months will be right at the beginning and right at the end of the month. And through that, you might, instead of doing 24 nail appointments in a year, you might end up only doing 20 nail appointments in a year. And now that those four nail appointments at $60 a piece that you just saved $240 from, that can now be added to your monthly expenses, right? So you need to just look at those numbers and decide what you're going to do now that you have the clarity. And I think it's important to note that I'm speaking about this with hindsight of what I did and where I'm at, but in no way am I saying that this is a comfortable exercise. When you see those numbers, the ones that have been haunting you in your sleep or in emails that you're not opening, when you see them on real paper, when you see them in real time, it can be ridiculously uncomfortable. But the thing is that, yes, it's uncomfortable, but it's worthy. And it's a very necessary exercise because you owe it to yourself to know what's happening in your life. You cannot walk through your life financially blindfolded on purpose, not knowing what's happening because you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. All of these goals that you have for yourselves, the things that you want to accomplish, you will not be able to do that and you won't understand why, and then you'll be sad. But it could just be literally a tweak. It could be looking at this paper and saying, hmm, I do not need to be putting $1,000 into that. If I put $500, I'll be finished paying that off by the end of the year, and that'll give me $500 to allocate towards something else that's important to me. Instead of, I'm gonna put it, put it, put it now, and you don't know what the trade-off is, right? So you need to really lean into the discomfort because what's financially best for you is to be at your financial best. And what makes finances so scary is the fact that they seem like they're out of control. But when you do this clarity, like financial clarity exercise, you're going to see that that's not true. Your finances are not out of your control. When you see what's happening, you have the power to act accordingly with your finances and get yourself on track. It's not too late at all. And this is the time to get it done right at the beginning of the year. And if you see what you have to do, you have enough time to really pivot and hustle accordingly. Maybe it's time for you to go up to your boss and say, hey, well, I've been looking at the work I've been doing and what I've been getting paid, and I think it's time for me to have an adjustment, not a raise, not not a new position, but based on my role and the money that I'm making, it's not in line with the work that I'm doing, so therefore, let's have an adjustment discussion, right? And this is the time where you can do those things, especially when you see the reason why it's worthy for you to push yourselves outside of your comfort zone to get it done. So another little resource that I have for you is a savings plan by my friend, Rennie, the resource. Um, it's a biweekly savings plan. I'm going to put a link to it in the description below. Um, 
It's a YouTube video and she literally gives you a bi-weekly savings plan to save anything from $5,000 to $30,000 in a year. It's it's easy. She tracks it for you. You can literally print it out. You know how much to put into your savings or investment account every single other week if that's how you get paid and you'll get it done. And she also gives you the option of having like a steady payment. So let's say it's $250 biweekly or also variable amounts. So some months or some weeks, it's a little bit lower. Some weeks it's a little bit higher. And I think it would be a really great resource for you to take a look at and see, maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you're not at the point where you're saving any money. Maybe right now it's debt repayment, right? But that's eventually going to be over. And you might even be surprised to see that to save $5,000 in a year might just require you to cut back on doing a few things that aren't even um, that financially or emotionally daunting. You might be able to look at your exercise and say, well, if I need to save $200 biweekly, I can see where that can come out of my budget. And you might be surprised that you can actively pay down your debt and also save a little bit more than you would have if you hadn't intentionally looked at things and gotten that clarity. So thank you so, so, so much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a review, leave a rating, and have an amazing week. And I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.